nigga, nigga, how you doing? Hey, nigga, 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 how you doing? Hey, Hit record. Nigga. Hit motherfucking record. Hey, nigga, nigga, how you doing? Hey, nigga, 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 how you doing? Beat drop. Hey, nigga, nigga, how you doing? Hey, nigga, 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 how you doing? Listen, get, get uh, that Catch Me Outside girl on there. Hey, the white people nigga, will go crazy. Nigga. How you doing, nigga? Hey, how you doing? How you doing, nigga? Nigga, 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 nigga. How you doing, nigga? How you doing, nigga? How you doing, nigga? How you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. What the um, fuck? <laughs> look, I was making sure. Oh my god! I was making sure. This damn wig. came back to do this shit my god i got i created four spam accounts uh, (laughs) in the span of seven days uh so i have officially scammed uh itunes apple whoever the fuck is doing it um, yes into thinking that we have four s followers my god yes bless the lord and in between those four follow followers we have uh, listened collectively uh, i think a hundred times yeah we have so. so whatever niggas are you know calling me and telling me they've listened you're lying you're, fucking lying, you're a actually. fucking liar you're fucking lying because i know how many times ron bob and sam <laughs> <laughs> visited janae's pop pop yeah. Pop track. What's pop, pop nigga. It's a podcast. It's, it's a podcast. Uh, and niggas welcome. finally have a name. Niggas have a name. Because last time um, we talked to you guys, there was not a fucking name. I'm so glad. So welcome to the motherfucking worship podcast, bitch. Put your hands in the air. If you's a true player. Come on. Is that it? Okay. I think so. Um, Worship is a podcast 
featuring two fat black queer churchy niggas mm-hmm. discussing how we are navigating our own healing. Still haven't come up with an acronym for that. Nigga. And we probably won't. <laughs> so it's whatever at this point. Oh God. So we're gonna start off first and foremost. First. With our raw and honest yes. segment. Giving honor to God. <laughs> Who is the head? And the tail, the alpha and the omega. Omega. The beginning and the end, the nickel and finish. No, the offer. And the finisher and of the our face. Come of on. My face. I don't know oh, about, about your Because what God is for me, okay, it is for me. I'm sorry. Impromptu. You just really inspired me. I don't know what you've come to do. You and you and you come to do. I don't know what you come to do. I've come to praise the Lord. The Lord. I've come to praise the Lord. The Lord. I've come to clap my hands. My hands. I've come to clap my hands. And my ass. I've come to stop my feet. My feet. I've come to get some joy. by me. Oh my God. <laughs> there okay, it is. I'm actually. There okay. it is. So we're, like I said. Yes. We're going to start with this here raw and honest segment. Raw and motherfucking honest. And this segment is um, a time where we're going to talk about Something, a decision that we had to make this week um, that revealed to us something about our character, how we process things, Mm -hmm. um, things we need to be more mindful of in our everyday life. Mm -hmm. Um, Spirit telling us that we ain't shit and we we being like, yo, damn, you right, spirit. Yeah. Come on. And even in trying to figure out how we ain't shit, we still ain't ain't shit. shit. My God. That's the thing. That's that's the word. That's it. That's Bible. Come on. I don't know what verse or book, but it's in there. And I dare anybody to challenge me on that. Bless God. Because I know my Bible. Okay, I'm going to open the wrap it up box for you, Saint. Amen. You go ahead. Because look, when I get to talking about God, when I think about Jesus, and all he's done for me, (laughs) my soul cries out. All right. So for me, nigga. All right, so my raw and honest, actually, um, <laughs> because here's a little behind the scenes <laughs> on the worship podcast. By the way, that stands for re- we really shouldn't have a podcast, and we should tell the backstory on that, should we? Y- yes. Maybe not today. Um, why not? It's why not? Quick. Okay, it's real so quick. it is quick. Okay, so we recorded the first episode of this bitch um, in like October. two years ago. <laughs> yep. Exactly two years ago to the date. Um, <laughs> What was happening two years ago? This anyway, okay. Um, so we were recording. We had not figured out a name. Oh no, no, no! We were listening back to the recording the day after we recorded, and um, we Andre showed me a snap that he had just posted, and like the what is that called? The text? Yeah, <laughs> it's the text. little caption. <laughs> Caption. Sure. There we go. The caption of the of the uh, snap was, "We shouldn't have a podcast." Mm-hmm. Like introducing, it was like introducing quote, "We shouldn't have a podcast." Mm-hmm. And um, we were still like <laughs> in. I think we were probably like two hours into that session, yes. and we still cannot think of anything. We yep. were just like, "The spirit will drop it on us." Yeah. And I'm and like, "Didn't it?" Come on. Come on, Jesus. So. I'm a huge person for acronyms. Like, I'm always, like, if I see letters with no vowels, I'm like, bitch, what does this mean? (laughs) I'm going to figure it out. Must figure it out. Mm -hmm. So, 
Um, I see we shouldn't have a podcast, and I'm like, what is that? What is that in an acronym form? And it was W. W S H A P mm-hmm. and I was like, Wash Yeah. <laughs> like that Martin shit almost like Martin shit. Like was it? Well, no, I'm just was, saying like you know. Okay, nigga. Almost. Um I'm sorry. Yeah. So I was like, Wow, wash up and then that like evolved. Because that like if you say it slow, it really like you sound silly. Um, so you have to really say it in your churchiest voice yes. and things. Um so that turned into how can I, how can I develop this into something that's closer to worship? Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, we really shouldn't have a podcast, yes. which was wash worship. Wor- come on. <laughs> and then like two days later, we was like, we both had the like I text Andre and I was mm-hmm. like, nigga, like A is an article. Articles aren't in acronyms. Glory. So he was like, yeah, nigga. I was also thinking the same thing. So we dropped it and then it's worship. We were touching and agreeing. Come on. Yes. Were we touching dicks? Okay. Well, that was a little. It went a little bit too far. Okay. Okay. So that's how we got the name. (laughs) But but back to the raw and honest because how the fuck did we even get here? Right. Anyway. um, We'll probably be doing this a lot. This is just. uh, Tangential Tangents are our shit. (laughs) Uh, look, tangents are my kink. Are they not? Oh my God. Mine. Okay, so my Ron Honest. Um, when was this, Andre? When was this? Two Fridays ago. Okay. I think was the full moon. Yes. What, what date was that? November. It was. Yes. Oh, well, or well, no, it was October. It yeah, was it was October. October. It was the end of October. Yeah. But because, it was um, first. No, so it, it, it was be, it was before Halloween. Yes. Oh, it was before Halloween. No, yeah. it wasn't. Was it? Because I was in Columbia on Halloween. Okay, anyway, we're going to figure this out. Anyway, yeah. so, new moon. Fuck. <laughs> full moon? It was it the was full moon. Full moon. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Andre and I were having a, just like a review meeting on the Friday that a full moon was happening. November 4th. November 4th. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. So, Andre came over after we worked on the podcast. Um, we did a new moon ritual. Full moon ritual Full today. moon, yes. Jesus The Christ. new moon is coming up in like two days. By yeah, now. 18th, I think. Mm. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we use this amazing format um, from Mystic Lipstick. Mm-hmm. Danielle Aoka is her awesome. real name. Okay. Mystic Lipstick on, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think the thing that was like most important or or interesting to me was how very and clearly intentional the language of of it is. Mm -hmm. So um, as you told us in the last last episode, the full moon is for release. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was just amazing to me how many different ways she found to be like, bitch, I'm cutting off, I'm blocking, I'm stopping, I'm releasing, I am... Freeing, I'm relinquishing, I am all chords, all yep. energies, all yep. fucking everything. Like yo. my nigga said through my paternal and maternal wow. bloodline, my bloodline, get that wow. shit out. Get that shit out. So the language was something that struck me mm-hmm. uh, initially. Um, but that really powerful language really gets you in the mindset of of no for real like what do you like what is required right now that Mm -hmm. you release yeah 
And I really, really appreciated that. And like even the seal. So after you, for each thing that you want to release, Mm -hmm. each thing or person or habit or issue or whatever, you say like, I release or I cut all ties to or I... Mm -hmm whatever mm-hmm. whatever they, she gives of. you a few sentence stems mm-hmm. i think yeah um for each of those and at first i was like i'm drinking a test of this i was like so bitch i gotta do this for every single <laughs> every single thing i want because i'm like bitch i got a whole ass grocery <laughs> list of shit that needs to be released on today yes. <laughs> and he's like yes bitch every single one <laughs> needs a stem so mm-hmm. yeah so that also made it way more intentional so um i wrote out the things and um, the seal nigga was like the whole <sighs> back of my page. Like, <laughs> and again, that's where the whole like all of the very clear like I'm, I'm sure that she like has this crazy big ass map of like, bitch, that, did I check this? <laughs> this Has potential to. entry point, this potential entry point, this one, this one. Yes. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So um, wrote the seal. Um, and we did this while we were listening to meditative music. Also, shout out to, um, wow, forgot the name. Oh, my God. Okay, I'll come back to that. Okay. But anyway, this, somebody who is listening to our podcast um, and is amazing uh, sent me this meditative music that's like like church piano music. But like it's not, not in a corny way. Yeah, right? Like it's Because yeah. I, I was telling him how like, Yo, I, anytime I listen to meditative music, I'm like, you know, this is cool, but also I would love for this to be something that I could connect to more. Um, and like the gospel, like, oh, it's so good. Glory. It's so good. Yes. Um, and that was Jamari. Mm-hmm. Jamari. He okay. sent me, um, yeah, this whole group of, of, of tracks. Anyway, so... We wrote down our list of things, our list, rather, of things that we wanted to release. Mm -hmm. Um, Then we sealed it. And the idea is that you um, go somewhere, you go outside. We went in my backyard um, and you light the list on fire Mm -hmm. and uh, you release it, right? Um, So mine burned rather quickly. And what Andre told me that meant, well, I also read more from mystic lipstick but what mystic lipstick actually Mm -hmm. said that andre told me was um that you know if it burns quickly if your list burns quickly you're ready you're ready to release those things Mm -hmm. um and my shit nigga it was in and out (laughs) bitch was not fucking around all my shit was like gone right (laughs) but two parts and um what mystic lipstick what is your name again danielle Danielle aoka aoka Mm -hmm. okay what Danielle says about, um, you know, those things, those parts of your intentions that you set that do not burn is that you're not actually ready to let them go. Mm-hmm. Um, which for me also translate into they are a block or a hurdle to to the the freedom that I'm seeking on the other side of oh, letting glory. things go. Yes. <laughs> so um, the thing, the two words that were left were enabling and myself. Hmm. Oh, bitch. So. (laughs) Oh, bitch. So for me, that was like an instant like, yep, you're right. (laughs) Wow. So like the universe, my ancestors, God, everybody was like, oh, bitch, you can have, you can, you can be, 
you know, you can relinquish all this bullshit that's been hang- holding you down. You can you can let go of it. It's ready to leave. Mm-hmm. But like you are an you are the enabler of the self that wants to like hold on to these things. Oh, that's powerful. My God. Um, and that is the thing that is that is um preventing you from reaching that freedom that you're seeking and releasing these things. Mm-hmm. Um, in one huge way, I think I talked about it a little last episode. Um, that I am, am enabling myself is to be allow myself to be stifled by my ego mm. and like fear of how I will look if I'm doing a thing or fear of how people will perceive me mm-hmm. because I'm doing a thing mm-hmm. um, that maybe does not align with how um, I think they are perceiving me. Mm. Um, so yeah, so so for me, so eventually enabling burned. Um, and then myself was still there. And I was like, no, for real, bitch. Like, you you actually, you actually have to, like, let go of yeah. ego. Um, and that Ooh. also told me that, um, so when you, when you, and this was part of, like, uh, the letter that I put out with the first episode. If you haven't read that, it's, wow, it's not any of the social media. Because so I'll add it somewhere. Um, it's Instagram, on my it's but. coming. Oh, yes. Instagram. Okay. That that when you put forth a petition um, to God, to the universe, to your ancestors, um, you are one acknowledging that you will have no clue what the process to that thing, to that end will be. The how. You relinquish power over that. Mm -hmm. But in much in the way of faith without works is dead. You come on. You are also saying that whatever hurdles, whatever things in the way of getting to that end, you will put forth the intentional effort to clear from the way. So um, that that block is myself. Mm. So that has been a lot of what I've been focusing on, um, getting myself out of the way, because like I am constantly um, an enabler of of my my own sabotage Mm. (laughs) at all times. So that was my that was my raw and honest situation. How about you? My God. Um, How do I even follow that up? Nigga, get out. Um, No. So. um, So this week, it's been um, a week of clearing Mm. kind of. Basically, you know, cutting brush away that that's mm. cutting cutting things away that are bearing no fruit yeah. that are not serving me at all. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the parable um, where you know, I think it's Christ. Please don't quote me, but he goes by Child, a fig you, tree. I, you know, <laughs> and I won't know if you say peanut butter jelly and a Jesus, I'll be like, that's that's Bible. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. But he goes by a fig tree and he says, you know. This tree is bearing no fruit. Mm. Cut it down. And um, the person who's tending to the tree says, oh, you know, give it give it a moment or, you know, come back next year. And he's like, okay, well, I'll come back and I'll see if it's bearing no fruit. Yeah. So I think he gave it a year or some other time, like a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Came back, still bearing no fruit. Wow. Nigga said, cut that shit down. Cut it. Um, cut it. So, <laughs> right. Cut it. Skirt. <laughs> so this week for me has just been like this whole just long process of clearing shit that has no purpose yeah um and (laughs) one thing that i've been clearing is niggas 
Amen. Listen, let me tell you Cut when I tell you. out of your life these... and watch your your life just open up and My flourish. My God. Twelvefold, niggas. Like a flower. Like a flower. Wow. These, these niggas, like, I just realized these niggas, uh, all of them. They ain't shit. <laughs> they these serve. niggas ain't shit. And l- let me tell you something. Janae said a word, I think, last week or the two. Basically, you can time these niggas. Yeah. It's just... It's just a matter. A you can set a watch. Mm-hmm. These niggas just when it's not a it's not a um a question of if it's when no no no, no. when because it's gonna happen eventually. At least twice a day, yes, there we go. So niggas um, gonna be fuck niggas at least twice. Yes, a day. absolutely. So I've just been clearing um these niggas. I did something. Um, I did things like I deleted all of these dating apps and mm. I just deleted numbers of niggas in my phone that just. There, it's just nothing happening there. Yeah. Um. So. Um. I noticed that after I deleted the apps and deleted, you know, just numbers and shit. Um. I would find, you know, when I'm doing nothing or not occupied, I would say, "Oh, let me go check this app or mm. check." And then I went to my phone and the shit wasn't there. I was not like, there. "Oh, wait, wait. I uh, yeah, I uh." Deleted Got that, that shit because it was not serving me. Come on, at all, and um, <clears throat> so with that with that happening, I had to serve in myself and be like, okay, well, you know, what are you doing? Why are you, you know, feeling this way? Why are you going to these apps or even to text these people? And it's just like I don't even have their number in my phone anymore. Mm-hmm. There was a reason you did this, nigga. Think, yeah. And so you know, because I just. I write anything I'm thinking, even yeah. if it makes no sense. Right. Write down shit, and basically, um, I feel like sometimes I'll just go on auto-write, like, mm. and I'll just read the shit after, like, damn, I wrote that. Yeah. And so one of the things that... Extreme of consciousness. Yeah, there we go. Mm. And one of the things that just um, kind of... It was like a recurring thing, because I wrote in paragraphs, mm-hmm. um, was just lonely or alone. Mm. And... And I realized that that was, it was multifaceted. One, I realized that I am deathly afraid of being alone. Mm. Like, horribly afraid. Um, And I think that definitely has to do with my queer identity. Especially being a black queer man. um, uh, Whether it be uh, me not seeing black queer love Mm -hmm. that much. Mm Um, so I latch on to anything I see, oh. um, or even, um, I think we talked about, oh, we didn't necessarily mention it, but basically just the fleeting of black life, but then black queer life, just like it's oh. fleeting. So, um, that, but also me just feeling like my nigga, I'm like accepting anything because I just feel like. Need to like fill. Yeah, fill uh, the time, fill the space, space fill yeah. fill the emptiness. Hmm. Um, and I re- so yeah, I realized that I'm just really afraid of being alone. Um, yeah, and it was just it was a hard pill to swallow because I'm like, you know, I'm just you know I'm a bad bitch. I, hmm. I don't need that shit. And yes. you have to realize, no, my nigga, I'm I'm silently weeping. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and. I think another part of that was also, um, first it was just being alone, 
but then me also realizing that um my nigga what, what why are my thoughts going what the fuck is going on it's okay um so yeah i realized that i was definitely afraid of being alone yeah, yeah it, it's also a thing of me feeling like i in order to assert that i am like a quote-unquote normal person mm-hmm. I need to be doing these things. I need to be dating or I need mm-hmm. to be talking to or people. Yeah. Like, it's just something that needs to be done for me to feel like a normal functioning member of society or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and ugh, me realizing that, my nigga, I'm, I'm okay. Like, I'm definitely afraid of being alone. But it's because I am I'm okay with just solitary mm-hmm. Like, just being solitary. Mm-hmm. And I'm afraid that me being, like, always searching or always leaning into being solitary, mm-hmm. that one day I'll be, like, I'll wake up and I'm alone as fuck because mm-hmm. I just, I stayed in my solitude. Yeah. Instead of trying to go out. Because that's what I've been trying to do with all of these, you know, like, dating apps and stuff. Just kind of going out of my comfort zone and be like, yo, I should probably meet somebody. Because, mm-hmm. like, I do have a desire to, you know, you know, have a partner or whatever, but... It's also me kind of, like, trying to drag myself out of just always being alone. Mm. And I'm afraid that, you know, I'll just grow up one day and be, I don't know, really old. If I make it, that it, whatever. Mm, but, real. yeah. And I'll be like, my nigga, like, god damn, I leaned into this solitude shit. I'm not... And I think one of the things is that I, I've been trying to figure out whether it's um, something that I truly enjoy or just something that I'm used to. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I've been dealing with that and um, realizing, my nigga, that I'm lonely. I can, yeah. My nigga, I'm afraid of being alone. Yeah. And sometimes a nigga gets lonely. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Fuck. And I, yo, I can so relate to... One, just this whole struggle of being at this crossroads of realizing, like, or or, or having to make a decision, um, and sometimes it's not, a like, a binary, cut and clear, black and white decision, but um, understanding, like, this idea or this, I don't know, trope of this area of my life. Mm. Is this something that I truly have personal buy-in in? Or is this just something that I have been going along with? Because mm-hmm. it's something I've been socialized to observe as a necessary part of this process. Mm. Or what? Um, and that's what I'm experiencing or have been have been um, uncovering and exploring um, in relationships and friendships. Um, I think in relationships, thinking about... Um, polyamory and mm-hmm. all of the things that polyamory has lent to um, my understanding of a love that's not based in possess- possession mm-hmm. or possessiveness mm-hmm. um, and like also helping me uncover how much I have learned possessiveness as part of how I understand love mm-hmm. um, so polyamory has been that for me and also um, just so many parts of relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and polyamory also like helped me think through, um, am I valuing 
um, all of the relationships in my life, like all mm. of the different types of relationships. Um, because like a, a, a good beginner's exercise is like, okay, um, be, if you're not like, if you're interested in learning about being polyamory, but not like ready to take the full leap, um, taking a moment to um, observe how you are pouring into each of your relationships, mm-hmm. romantic, non-romantic, platonic, whatever, mm. um, and making sure that you're really giving to all those sources of, of receiving and giving love. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so definitely can relate to being in that place of like, hmm, is this something that I've been socialized to know and do and accept as a thing that's yeah. part of my life? Or yeah. is this actually something that I have complete and utter buy-in and I believe it and it works for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes it's like both. It's like, um, yes, I've bought into this because as a survival tactic, it works. Um, As a source of pleasure, it provides me nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. But Mm. it helps me survive. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot of those things. Yes, and. Yeah. God bless. Mm. So our next segment is going to be our church affirmation. <laughs> Reverend Doctor Uncle Peaches, do you have a, That's it. a word That's from it. the Lord? On I today? do. Um, once again, it is the correct interpretation. Amen. Glory, Holly. Um, glory. Oh, <laughs> that is not the song I meant to sing. I was to sing the battle hymn of the Republic. God damn it, my nigga. <laughs> Just oh, let God. it blend. All blend in. No. It's, it's okay. We it's don't okay. need that whiteness. Yeah. It's correct. really... Black people made it hot. Mm. As mm. we do with everything. Um. Okay, so if if you all have uh, your Bibles... I um, have my sword! Uh, uh, <laughs> do, do folks call it that? Uh, yes! Your sword. Your sword and your shield. Take your sword! Yes, Thanks. yes, yes. Um, I will. I would go in on what each piece of body armor means. Oh, in the church. look! No, you have what, your feet shod I, with it, the with look the the breastplate of truth the breath, and I thought it was the, the breastplate of breath. It's the something of righteousness. righteousness. Okay, think, it's one okay, of those. Nigga, read the fucking scripture. Okay. If you have your Bibles, turn. By the with way, me. this is church affirmation. Don't yes. be like me. <laughs> right. <laughs> God, there was nothing positive Niggas about that shit. Niggas was whole ass teachers for you four years. Can't, can't listen to a single fucking instruction, y'all. Mm, bless. It um, takes all kinds. Go ahead and turn with me to uh, Romans 8 and mm-hmm. 18. Uh, the King James Version. Say amen when you're is, there. Uh, yes, what we'll be reading from. I'll give everyone a moment to uh, go ahead and turn there. Um, Swords. Just, yeah. <laughs> what is your shield? Anyway, all right. Well, anyway. Um, so, uh, coming out of the King James Version, uh, Romans 8, uh, verse 13 says, He that answereth a matter before he heareth it, it is folly and shame unto him. Uh, we thank God for the reading of his word. Uh, we ask that he, uh, uh, multiplies it and, uh, you know, all that good shit. Anyway, do you want to? Uh, I want go, you to go for it. Do you want me to? I want you because it's I, it's yeah. a very it's a very simple simple thing. Um, mm. But basically, it's just you know saying that you niggas talk too much. Why do you niggas? Why are you niggas always talking? 
while I'm talking. There's there's so Read much. Read it one more time. Read it Amen. one more time. Amen. Are you ready? Are you? Ready? Okay. He that answereth a matter before he heareth it, oh it is folly and shame unto him. Mm. So once again, basically saying you niggas talk entirely too much. Um, you love to hear yourself talk so much that even in a conversation, um, <laughs> this is the shady part of it. Like, um, it's ba- like you answer, you answer, it's, it's a picture. Um, it, you answer the question before I even give the question. You have an answer ready before I even ask the damn question. So it would be imperative for you niggas to just listen before you start to jabber that jaw because i think a lot of us tend to uh i think that's one of um the defensive tactics or i'm sorry the you know defense defense mechanisms that i've had is that um when i'm angry i'll definitely have a whole list of answers ready for anything you might say. Hell yeah. Re- rehearsing the fuck Re- out of arguments. <laughs> yes. Have my talking points down, bitch. Ready, You're ready. not going to catch me slipping out here. <laughs> like, just ready, ready, and uh, ready. So, um, just, you know, try to get out of those defensive mechanisms of when you feel something, you're just ready to give your answer. You're ready to talk. When I think a lot of times... Um, it can diffuse things if you actually just sit there and listen and try to gain understanding. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my interpretation. I'm sorry, the correct interpretation. The correct. The interpretation. Yes. And and just to like, oh lord, I was about to say piggyback. I hate that word. That anyway, is straight from the church. That is straight from the church. That. So go ahead. Um, have your fill. I, <laughs> I've just been thinking about how much we do that in this like think piece culture mm. um talk where, about it like the moment some, she's shaking the table com- <laughs> <laughs> <Shut> the, <fuck. laughs> the moment someone like puts their thoughts out into the world and i'm thinking about this specifically in the like black i'm not part of movement circles but like I'm on the periphery Mm, mm -hmm, because I know mm -hmm. a lot of niggas who do uh, that amazing work. Um, But a lot of the times in movement circles, like folks will put their thoughts or put their politics out. um, And before, before the ink dries on that (laughs) nigga, like somebody already has a think piece about like, a response, Some, yes. You know, a, a think piece about the the language being used in mm-hmm. the article or, like, uh, somebody said something like this that should have been said like this. Mm-hmm. Or here's another way. And it here's how this yeah. thing is problematic. And my view is not. And I'm just like, niggas, like, can we just let shit breathe, like, for one day? At least. Just one. I, I mean, I. this is not to say that, you know, everything should not be in conversation because I think that's the, the real beauty of, like, movement work and mm-hmm. organizing is that all of our actions and our commitments and our questions are constantly in conversation with each other mm-hmm. and answering and, and, you know, an answer begs a question, a new question and things like that. Um, 
but like thinking about the uh like the me too campaign Mm. like the moment me too came out um folks had like ready think pieces like here's why me too is problematic (laughs) and i'm just like yo nigga (laughs) like niggas was really like some people were dead ass getting free off this shit and you're Mm -hmm. saying like that no actually this is a source of trauma or whatever which you know for some folks it is some folks it isn't for some folks it is both a source of you know re-traumatization and like healing and Mm -hmm. healing is never clean in that way come on um that's about to be just the yeah yeah. so yeah just yeah i wish we would take time to digest things um or I, i wish we would not try to digest things before we even like place them to our lips like i want i want mm, us to to yeah. take time yeah um and and be thoughtful and make sure we're not just answer giving for the sake of i don't know being heard but i i, mm. I also know that like folks aren't just like throwing these think pieces up thoughtlessly i know that they're very thoughtful mm-hmm. um and important and and add to the conversation I don't know. I don't actually know what I'm saying. No, just, it's, it's it's fine. It's a delicate balance, I guess. Yeah, I definitely get it. Um, of like pushing back and also like observing the the fullness entire entirety of a conversation. Yeah, and I think one uh, that's definitely true because um, a lot of times language. That's the thing about language; it can be tricky because it yeah. it can be misconstrued um, quite a bit. Because although to me, I mean. Although words mean things, um, yeah, there we go, there we go. Um, the fact is that certain people, based on their life experiences, take different words and yeah, different senses to define yeah. and, and talk about their own experiences. Yeah, so I think you know it would definitely benefit us to, I guess, get the context of things. Yeah. Um, although I, you know, and that requires relationships. It does, um, which. Yeah. Sometimes is another conversation. Niggas ain't really down for developing the relationships to have no. context or not at all. Not at all. I don't know, but that's that's that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that was an affirmation. Amen. Um, Listen, nigga, that's that's actually what the Lord was saying in in Romans. Oh, that's what he was saying. 18. So what are nigga, you trying to listen. say about? Oh, okay. Nigga, I thought. Listen. Okay. No. Okay. That's all the Lord. Was Amen. Saying. Amen. Uh, is a hit dog hollering right I, now? Uh, he, <laughs> he sure the fuck is, isn't he? All right, so now we're going to, um, this is our dating and sex segment. Fuck. <laughs> uh, one day I'm going to be happy about this, but today is not the day. So, do you want to start? You start. Okay, I'll start. Because I have quite a bit to say. And it might be scattered, but shit. That's okay. That's okay. The Lord will allow. Yes. Is that a scripture? It's not. It's not. Okay. Um, so for me, um, so there's this amazing organization called O School. And God damn it, I should have pulled up there. Like, <laughs> any information about them since I wrote my notes fucking two days ago. <laughs> but I did not pull a fucking description or link for them hoes listen the 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 title of this of this episode is the the cp episode yes. so so look all yes. of this is on yes cp for name, time yes for for naming the shit right yes. now 
there will be no processing of this conversation and figuring. No, bitch. Andre was like, bitch, I got it right here. Here you go. Let me sprinkle this on your fucking forehead, Amen. bitch. But it's because Janae mentioned it already. This so. is true. Yeah, this yeah. is the CP fucking episode. <laughs> so, um, wow. Old school. Look it up. They do amazing work. Um, I don't know what to call it. Like radical pleasure justice work mm. it's it's lit as fuck they um do this ongoing i i assume series of um webinars okay. around sex pleasure um oh that's that shit you sent me the link yes. for yeah, yeah yeah yeah. we need to did you see it no okay okay yeah so this is so trash because i also don't know the name of the person <laughs> my <laughs> god link, nigga does this shit exist not, does it, it exist <laughs> is all a myth um it was actually a dream that i had so i'm hoping one of you niggas will run with this and actually create it no for real o school is a whole ass thing um so they had this webinar and it was about how do you take time for like pleasure slash sex when you're busy when you have things to do all this stuff so the person who gave the webinar, amazing educator, like would love to see this person once a month if possible. They probably live in some far off away, far off away, far away. We're land creating words that on this doesn't show. exist. Um, so they were just talking about um, differentiating rather between um, sex and pleasure hmm. and how people who have sex are not necessarily doing it for pleasure. Mm. Um, specifically that was something that I learned when I first started, um, getting into BDSM, like a lot of, well, not a lot, but some folks who, um, engage in BDSM don't actually do it to get a nut. Like Mm. they are doing it because they seek like the relationship that they have between their dom, if they're a sub or like, um, the skills that they're building as like, um, uh, a master if they have a slave which is Mm. are two other roles um in bdsm um anyway so not everyone is doing them as a source of pleasure Mm -hmm. um it's for other reasons and everyone who's seeking pleasure um when you're seeking pleasure rather you do not necessarily have to get that from sex Mm. and uh what they said was you know that should be an opportunity for you to like be gentler with yourself when you're like, you know, if you have a partner or partners um, and they're like, yo, I would really like to have sex. Um, And you just are not into that, but you want to experience pleasure. Like that is a thing. Like sometimes we don't have time or energy or desire to have sex, Mm -hmm. but there are still ways that we can, Um, harness an opportunity to experience pleasure. And that really requires us tuning into and being clear about things that bring us pleasure. Mm -hmm. Um, So the person that was doing the webinar was just talking about how much washing their face, like the process of washing their face Mm -hmm. brings them like a deep and abounding pleasure Mm -hmm. um, to like go through every step and like at the end of a day, a work day specifically Mm -hmm. and come home and like, just cleanse and clear. Mm. Um, so, so understanding that there are ways um, that you can access pleasure without necessarily feeling guilty about not wanting to have sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like reminding your partner or partners, like when they are like when they desire sex, like ask them, you know, 
is this like is there something that i can do to bring you pleasure instead and that also in the same way requires you to be in tune with the things that bring them pleasure Mm -hmm. which was also when i realized that i'm not shit because i'm like yo do i like do i have like a list of things like somewhere that's like here is here are things that bring my partner joy and I'm like, I don't think I ever had that. Mm-mm. No. I As didn't. well. No. Like, I have, like, if if somebody were to ask me, like, what are five things yeah. that, you know, a partner has liked, I could list it off. But, like, having a, like, being in a moment where I'm like, wow, my, my partner really um, would benefit from having, like, something pleasurable in their lives right now. I don't know that I could just be like, this thing. Mm-hmm. So that was really important and So question, mm-hmm. were you saying that so like say if your partner wanted mm-hmm. to have sex mm-hmm. and you weren't were you saying I, I I'm trying to understand, were you saying like, okay, well, you can provide that pleasure to your partner even if you're not wanting or even if you're you feel like that wouldn't um give you pleasure at the time, but then you can do something that will give you pleasure outside of that even while providing that to your partner is that what you're saying or? i'm saying um that there were a few different um responses that that the facilitator gave they mm-hmm. said you know one thing you could ask is like asking your partner you know maybe i don't have energy i don't have time i don't mm-hmm. have um whatever to have sex right now mm-hmm. um but can i do something for you that's pleasurable to you alternative okay so an alternative or gotcha. invite them to access um a different source of pleasure for them mm-hmm. um and maybe that's you know they want you to watch the masturbate or something mm. or um you know something that again has nothing to do with sex um but allows you to expend only the amount of energy or time or whatever that you know you can commit. Gotcha. Um, and maybe that just looks like planning it for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. and, and maybe you have time to, you know, spend that 10 minutes doing that as opposed to like, well, I'm thinking about dyke sex, which lasts <laughs> for years. <nigga. laughs> years. Lifetimes. <laughs> My God. Instead of like three hours for fucking. Um, it's I was going to say what? Event, nigga. It's a whole event. Amen. Do you know? No, you don't. <laughs> I, I uh, No, not personally. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yeah, that was really, really important to me. Um, and And also just a reminder that like, I really need to tune into the things that give me pleasure and joy. Because, like, mm-hmm. like I said on the last episode, when I'm sad or some shit, I'm like, mm, let's masturbate. <laughs> 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 That's my very easy, very simple, quick fix. But, like, what if I... And actually... In- <laughs> because me too. Loki, right, but... Right, so, like, how, what does it look like for us to, like, spend... Be a little bit more intentional mm-hmm. and think about, wow, what... Instead of, like, stopping my entire day for, I don't know how long it takes you to masturbate, but, like, 30 to 40 minutes, Uh like, what thing could I do right now that is something that will bring me pleasure? Um, 
Yeah, what what does mm-hmm. that and, and it may be like listening to your favorite song, like going to the bathroom if you work in an office, going to the bathroom, listening to the your favorite song for however many minutes it is in the stall, do a little jig and mm-hmm. go back to that dreadful ass place of work, you know? <laughs> um or it may look like I don't know, scheduling an Uber Eats. Well, that's money. Like, <laughs> but it may look like scheduling an Uber Eats meal that you like really, really like to be delivered the moment that you get home. Like, mm. I don't know. Mm. But but just sources of pleasure um, that you accessing those sources of pleasure, pleasure that you both have energy and time um, to consume and engage in, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to doing this compulsory. Um, Alignment of sex and pleasure, mm-hmm. um, which is something that I do a lot. So I really appreciated that. Okay, dating and sex for you. <laughs> God damn it. Um, so, so there's a few things I've been dealing with. It okay. goes back to that whole thing about raw and honest, and I've been kind of. Of this episode or last? Year? No, this one. Like okay. it, 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 it kind of connects. Um, because connects whatever. Uh-huh. Um, because, like I said, um, during the raw and honest part i you know i've been just not dealing with niggas and just being like not cutting off but just like being like okay well this is done like i'm not you know there's it's not serving me like it's it's bringing right it's not fruitful what i really said what i really actually said was i'm not getting the return on my investment i said that you know what i mean so but amen amen. um so um he might hear this. I don't. Whatever. So there was this one person who I was, um, you know, getting to know. Yeah. And in a biblical way. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna move the okay. fuck on. Okay. Amen. No, I'm joking. But um, yeah. So I was getting to know him. Yeah. And you know, it's been going on for quite a few months. And um. So we had this conversation. Yeah. Um, a few weeks ago. And he was like, you know, so what is this thing we have going on? And I told him, I was How like... How long had you all been talking? Um, since, like, June or July. Okay. Um, yeah, around there. I think maybe May. I don't know. Anyway. Like, like the sun, Yeah, around okay. there. Which is, you know, I get it. Yeah. Which I, you know, when I had that, wanted to have that conversation in it, you know... I kind of wanted to have it, have it too. But um, so we, he asked me, you know, what is this thing we have going on? I was like, you know, so it's not really a question of whether I like you. It's more of a question of would I be able to do something long-term with you without wanting to, like, bat, bust you in the face. Like, basically. <laughs> like, it's... So, like, basically, um, these, so the issues that I brought forth to him um, were basically dealing with my um, views on race relations and also my views on um, queerness. Mm -hmm. And um, when it came to it, he wasn't too um, passionate about either. Okay. And I was more so like, nigga, I'm black and gay. There's no... Neutral. There's no neutral ground. Like, I'm just, like, I'm going to be passionate about it. And he was more so indifferent. And it really brought, it really, 
um, you know, caused quite a few issues um, in different settings that we would go to. Um, I remember we went to the Black History, the African American History Museum, mm-hmm. and I was expressing. Yeah, there we go. Amen. And I was expressing how I felt about, you know, something. And he was just kind of, like, indifferent. Okay. And I was like, okay, sis, well... And I... You know, my whole thing is when I'm annoyed, I shut down. But I was mm. trying my hardest not to shut down. But I, I just kind of was quiet. And I was like, I don't know what else to say to you. Yeah. Because his main complaint was, um, you know, I'm trying to get to know you and I don't know you that well. And I was like, okay, well, here's some things about me yeah. that are important to me. And he was just kind of indifferent about it. And I was like, well, you keep on saying you want to get to know me, but you can't even get past these two things that are very important. Mm -hmm. And so it kept on, you know, it was a recurring issue. And so anyway, going back to the phone call, I was like. I think it's also true that like, just because, I don't know, because like politics are a little bit different than hobbies. (laughs) Because I'm thinking about how like, you know, a nigga can say, oh, I'm into anime and rock climbing. Mm -hmm. And you'd be like, oh, that's cool. And like log that in your memory bank for like Christmas gifts and Kwanzaa gifts. And yeah, you may not ever participate in that thing with that person. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But politics, I feel like. Those are your flags. Like, Identity. if you, yeah, right. if if you are like, oh, this person that I'm really interested in isn't interested in this thing or has holds these politics. Um, politics are important to everyone, whether yeah. they claim to have them or not. Everyone has politics mm-hmm. around everything. Yeah. I mean, no, um, it definitely because like I was watching this video this week. Um, you know, kind of like that, and basically there was this um, white gay man. Mm-hmm who's, like, he considers himself a Democrat and liberal or whatever, and there was a white Republican woman, Mm -hmm. and they had, like, they were, like, they had, like, big differences. Like, Mm -hmm. she didn't, quote-unquote, approve of gay marriage. Um, She, you know, she thought abortion was, like, the worst thing in the world, and, you know, she, you know, just shit like that. Um, A lot of the things that he believed in, she was completely opposed to, but <laughs> at the end, they were saying shit like, "Yeah, we could hang out. We'd hang out." And I was that's like, "I was like, yo, white people don't have enough oppression I in was, their lives." I was exactly. Oh my God, like I was like, "Yo, white people, no matter no matter how many differences they hold, that whiteness will always bond them together." Because they don't see the political as personal ever. Because it doesn't have to, have to be. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean. To. Because they know that no matter what, at the end of the day, their whiteness. I'm will Gucci, them. bitch. Right. That that whiteness, my nigga. Like, yeah. It's that first thing. So yeah. Um. When it comes to white people, especially like they don't have to worry too much about politics mm. because it doesn't affect them, niggas. And so when that's, that's why like the guiding narrative. Yep. Specifically, Amita, because how many times have we seen commercials like the Heineken fucking commercial <laughs> and Fuck. like. I'm trying to think of what else. The fucking uh, the Kylie Jenner commercial. Yeah. Uh, Coke Coke overrules mm-hmm. all fucking anti-black. Right, in this right, world, right. Pepsi, I guess. yeah. Pepsi, Pe- whatever, yeah. bitch. Just grab your Some can. Carbonated shit. Right. Um. Yeah, there's so many, so much of that narrative, like in media, mm-hmm. that like folks take that on personally. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, and have buy-in in, in it in a real way. Yeah. Um, and and uh, I think sometimes for, like, black folks, it's it's because of, like, 
our oppression being like a source of shame. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if I don't take on personally this thing that feels like a source of shame for me, though it's not because nigga, we didn't invent this. Right, right. We didn't invent anti-blackness, this anti-blackness for us to live in it. Mm -hmm. Um, But because it's a source of shame for some people, they're just like, nope, it's not real. Um, It doesn't affect me. Mm. Um, You got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Try harder. Yeah. Bootstrap ideology. Um, So anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real. Sorry. No, yeah. It's because like, so I, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. Going back to the dating. So I just realized that, yo, I couldn't have this relationship with him because it like we would constantly butt heads about that. Um, and so he said, oh, well, yeah, you know, I was actually thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, for real? I was like, yeah, you know what I mean? Considering. And he was like, yeah, we could just be friends. I'm cool with that. I was like, are you sure? He was like, yeah. I was like, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm, I feel the same way. Cool, whatever. So fast forward to, um, this past Sunday. When was that conversation again? Like a few weeks ago, like maybe two, three weeks ago. Um, fast forward to this Sunday. I went to, um, we had to have a mutual friend. Mm -hmm. And we went to a housewarming. And he was there and, you know, the mutual friends. And throughout the night, he was just making snarky remarks. Um, Certain things I noticed, but I brushed off. Mm -hmm. And then it came to this point where he had invited, um, he had just made a general statement to the room that, you know, that we should do something. Mm And I was, you know, it was something that I just didn't care for. So I just said a joking, a joking way. I said jokingly, I was like, nah. And this man said, well, the people who I was talking to knew who I was saying it to. I was like, but be clear. You said nah first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, is that, is that a thing? That's, Mm. is this what we're doing here? And so, you know, as the night went on, I noticed that he was salty and then, you know, having um, some conversations with friends, realized that he wasn't okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I still haven't talked to him since then. Yeah. But I just realized that niggas be lying. And niggas are also just weird. Well, what do you... Okay, when you say lying, what do you mean by that? Like, I had a full-ass conversation, yo. Like, how do you feel about this? Like, you know, what are you thinking? And he said he was cool. He was thinking the same thing. Da, da, da. But I, I think it's it's true that someone can be cool with, agree with, or agree with, like, a decision that mm-hmm. needs to be made. And still, like, after the decision is made, be like, damn, I'm fucked up over it. So, like, I think it can be yes and. With that being said, he yeah. had the opportunity to talk to me about it. Because the, the thing about it is that after we had the initial conversation about not pursuing anything uh, romantically... Mm-hmm. We talked. Yeah. Like, we talked on the phone. We had an hour-long conversation that Friday before yeah. the housewarming on Sunday yeah. just about shooting the shit. Yeah. And, no, and he seemed fine. Like, he was la- we were laughing, talking, like, for an hour, my nigga. Yeah. So, you could have brought this up, but you decided that it wasn't important enough, so you just wanted to throw shots at me mm-hmm. once you saw me. I don't know. Whatever. So, yeah. so that's one thing that happened, and I'm just... That really made me kind of. That was one of it was. I made the decision before, but it kind of confirmed just my moratorium dating. I'm just like, yo, I'm good. It's real. On like, cause niggas All just be things. weird. Like they they just be acting 
any way for no reason um but yeah so another thing that happened is once i put that like ban on dating like just being like i'm good like ghosts of niggas past just kind of just (laughs) kind of flooded the phone line and i'm just like what the hell is going on like we haven't talked in months like it's been a fortnight. It's been eighty four years. It's been a fortnight, my nigga. Like, why are you contacting me all of a sudden when I said I'm good on you niggas? Yeah. And I'm thinking maybe the universe is testing me to see if I'm You're serious about what I'm the serious fuck about this shit. And was I serious? Not entirely. <laughs> because God damn it, the loneliness creeped oh, in. God. But I I, I think I realized that mm-hmm. and I realized that um I need to, like, I need to, at least for a while, just be like, I'm good on this. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's nothing good coming from these niggas right now. Yeah. Whether it be um, what I'm attracting, because uh, whatever reason. Like, I don't know what the reason is, but right now, the quality of nigga is sub-par. not, it's very subpar. There we go. It's, look. Um, so... Yeah, and then one more thing. So there's this one nigga that I've been talking to for like a month or two. And um he he moved here from out of state. And ever from the beginning of us talking, like we've had like not arguments, but like kind of like spats, I guess. And he's dealing with a lot of shit and I would say that he's kind of yeah, I would say that he's emotionally abusive. Um, the things that he does and the statements he makes. Um, and here's what I did. I I kept on forgiving him for the shit that he did. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to give it another chance, give it another chance. Mm-hmm. And it got to a point where it was happening so frequently. I said, yo, I don't know if I could do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I gave him another chance. Mm-hmm. And... After the last time I gave him a chance, I was like, all right, God, look, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to just go ahead. He apologized. I'm going to forgive him, whatever. But if this nigga shows his ass one more time, Mm. I'm good. Like, just, you know what I mean? Just show me God and I'm good. And so uh, not even a week later, God said, well, here's your proof. Um, What are you doing, sis? This nigga ain't shit. Right. What are you going to do? And so what I said to God, I was like, "Is this is was this a, sure? is this the time? If, was was it this? T- because I know I asked for it like, and I wanted to see it explicitly. I'm but not sure if I this don't was know the time. If this written out and read because right like now is this. it wasn't that it was. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, so I said, all of your all of your justifications were falling. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. It fell right, like right to the basement. Like there was nothing. Like it fell in the grave. Yes. So, I went ahead and I was like, okay, God, I'm going to listen. And I stopped talking to that nigga. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happened? I started talking to this nigga again. Because, but here's what I did, though. Let me Look, be clear. Feeling is not linear. It's, it's not. not. But one thing I am proud of myself, mm-hmm. I I legit told him, yo, like, I know you're going through a lot of shit and I want to be friendly to you. And that's it, because I don't want to pursue anything further, because 
this is clear that this is not healthy. Yeah. Um, you know. That's real. I definitely want to see you, you know, heal. Because he, you know, he expressed all the shit he was going through and that he wants to change, you know, yeah. things like that. I was like, yo, um, I consider myself friends with you. And I would love to see you heal from these hurts and these traumas that you've expressed to me. Um, but with that being said, I'm not going to be pursuing anything with you. We can still be friends, though. Mm-hmm. But that any other shit, I'm just not doing. How long you, had you talked to him? Like two months. Okay. Two and a half months. I'm um, like, wow, you having these fucking deep ass, <laughs> like accountability based ass really, uh, conversations. And I'm yeah. like. I'm barely sticking in <laughs> having these niggas stay in my inbox for like a week and I'm just like ghost like not and not even ghosting in like a, a disrespectful like just mm-hmm. stop responding but like we both are just like Yeah. Let me just stop yeah. texting like this yeah. is And this that's happened a few times anyway. I won't even go into it. Amen. Um but then also this week another nigga called me who I haven't spoken to since August. That was another ghost of niggas past. Mm. So I don't I don't my I guess what's happening with me is I'm in this space where niggas are one ain't shit. But then niggas just um keep on like thinking that my life is a revolving door. Mm. And I'm trying to get to this place where I'm like, Alright, I'm gonna end it. But that I goes am, back to setting boundaries, like you yeah, said in the last episode. Yeah. Um, so I'm still working on that. I, I guess what I'm trying to get at this point is what is worth just being like, I'm good. Yeah. And what is worth being like, all right, well, I'll give it a chance. And so far, none of these niggas is worth chances. So <laughs> I'm not, I think one thing I'm proud of, another thing I'm proud of actually is not exerting my energy. Mm. Like it's just, I'll respond, but I'm not like exerting extra energy yeah. to like give to you niggas cause you don't deserve it yeah so yeah um dating is sex my nigga there's no sex um none <laughs> none at all um dating there's none of that either amen um, because you niggas just are you're nothing so tell your mama I said that tell your oh, mama shit. she raised a nothing ass nigga tell her that I don't give a fuck <laughs> Before the saints get too deep in this, <laughs> this moment. Jesus. All right. Um, so we're going to go into our personal healing practice mm. um, that we found useful, um, important to us this week. Um, yeah. You want to talk about yours? I can talk about mine. What do you want to do? Mm, mm, mm. Go ahead. Who, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, one thing, this is this is like extremely basic, mm-hmm. but it, it's also proven to be very um, helpful for me. Um, this week, I've been just simply going back into prayer. Mm-hmm. And prayer for me um, has been combining, you know, just communing with God or higher power, mm-hmm. but also um, deep meditation. Because, um, you know... Being churchy, um, I still listen to some of the deacons. Of course. And even though, you know, they, you know, they be on some shit, sometimes, you know, some of the shit they say is good. Yeah. Um, but basically, one of the deacons had uh, had an impromptu Bible. St- this is how churchy we are. You are. My nigga, at the night I got my car, um, one of the deacons just surprised us and just 
I'm sorry, he's an elder now. There we go. Okay. And he just surprised us and stopped by uh, my, well, I was at my sister's house yeah. at the time. And he just popped up. And, you know, we were just talking about life, you know, talking about life and shit. And he just randomly, uh, oh, my niece had asked a question, mm-hmm. you know, because we had, uh, so here's the backstory. We stopped going to the church yeah. that we all had um, been going to because, the, you know, it was just, there was a lot of shit going on. Yeah. And, you know, we hadn't been to church for a few weeks and my niece had asked a biblical question. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because he's an elder, he just put, he had a Bible on Bible on standby, and he pulled that shit out, and we had an impromptu Bible study. Wow. Yep, and one of the things that he had mentioned is that um, a lot of times we'll be praying and praying and praying, um, but we think that prayer is one-sided, so we won't, after we pray and talk to God, we won't sit in meditation and listen for the answer. Yeah. Um, so one thing that's been um, helpful this week is prayer and meditation, because um one me me going back into prayer is kind of a a, a big deal for me yeah. because um I've struggled with prayer because the way I was raised and the church um you know the the way that biblical uh teachings were ta- explained to me was that if you're considered quote unquote a sinner and because of the things I was taught, you know, about sinners sinners and what a sinner is. And, you know, I would feel like that's me, Mm -hmm. my nigga, clearly. And what I was taught is that the prayers, you know, what, what is, what is the scripture saying? Do you know the scripture? Is it about the vain prayers or Mm. no, no, I'll just go ahead and say it. (laughs) It's, it's, It's so funny because I'm pulling up this scripture that's about like vain prayers and how mm-hmm. you shouldn't pray the same way all the time mm-hmm. because okay whatever anyway. pull that up though no I'm not. It. no please I'm not because you're already fucking <laughs> me. I'm not doing this no but so the, oh, the good ass church wig I got on right now this Fuck wig you, nigga. is everything <laughs> look go on Janae's goddamn no look, go on her Instagram <laughs> and look at this she, she's gonna repost it when this episode comes out. It. But anyway, so, um, <laughs> um, so, my nigga, what was I talking about? You're talking about prayer and okay. something that the Bible says about it. Yes. You know I can't help you from it, there. <laughs> amen. So, um, one thing I was taught was that prayer from sinners just bounces off the ceiling. Mm. So, um, none of your prayers go through if you're, like, mm. in this place of being a sinner God doesn't hear your shit. So you're basically alone on this earth. Wow. You know what I mean? So Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Um, so prayer for me has been something that I just abandoned a while ago because I was like, my nigga, I'm just a sinner naturally because I'm queer. You know what I mean? It's just so It's I've, never gonna fucking go it's away. Never, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just me like my I'm not even Waking doing anything. Up, nigga. Waking if I wake up. up I'm a sin- ready to pray. I right. can't. I can't. It's nigga, not going I just anywhere. Look, my eyes are still crusted together. <laughs> I am yet a sinner right there yet. at that moment. Yet. Yet. Oh, That's my favorite church word. <laughs> yet. Oh, my God. But anyway, so going back to prayer is just big because, like I said, you know, I mean, just taught that none of my prayers go through. Mm. So I've been honestly praying just by faith that it'll that someone is listening 
because mm. I have to believe that someone is listening. Otherwise, if I just go by what I was taught, mm. nobody's listening. So I've been actually praying, communing with God, and actually talking. And I think that the wild thing is, is that um, through meditation, I've been like, you know, actually getting answers to some of the things I've been praying about. Yeah. Um, not everything, because you know, I feel like everything comes in its right time. Yeah. But some of the things I got automatic answers to, for instance, to cut these niggas off. Like, that's just, my nigga just came. So, um, praying and meditation has been very big for me because it just feels like a breakthrough. Because it's something um, that... Is it's not new, but it's a rediscovery. Cause like you know, I prayed when I was a kid, when I was too naive to like believe. Oh, I'm sorry, not too naive, but before I was, I'm gonna just say tainted with mm. um, these feelings of inadequacy or you know being a sinner, yeah. and that none of my prayers are getting through. And I'm coming to just be like, my nigga, fuck that. Yeah. Like fuck that shit. Um, because it's it's horribly lonely. Like, horribly. Um, so, yeah, that's been helping um, with my anxiety and just my uh, feelings of... Um, I was talking about being lonely, but, you know, cosmically just yeah. not being lonely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's been helpful. And let me tell you, like, I think last episode we were talking about... Um, how we realize that like so much that we're learning in like our astrological circles mm. and like you know friends who are doing who are using that path mm. as as part of their healing process. Um, there it's so directly connected to like what we've learned growing up in the church, yes. like in so many ways. And yes. for me, that really came up in that ritual that we did for mm. the for the mm -hmm. full moon. Um, and it really, for me, helped me understand why prayer has never really been a part of my life. Mm -hmm. um, because I've always, oh, and here's the scripture um, <laughs> that I need to pull up. By the way, it's 818. Is that affirmation of, of, of our Romans 8 and 18? Well, did we read that? We did, we did Romans 8 and 13. Oh, wow, just look at Just kidding. But is that Romans 8 and 18? No, it's not. Oh, I was about to say. Okay. Um, oh anyway. <laughs> This um, was something that actually, when I, we were really young, my friend Courtney mm -hmm. uh, showed me this scripture, and I was just like, wow, yeah, this is definitely what the fuck niggas be doing on the pulpit. Like, okay, Ooh. so it's Matthew 6, 7. Oh, Lord. But when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Mm. Um, is there more? Now, vain repetition. Oh, I think this is another like uh, version. Mm -hmm. um, now, vain repetition there cannot mean just repeating. It's vain repeating, vain repetition. Anyway. The new international version, I believe. You know, the, don't quote me. The real saints don't use that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just like my only model for prayer being so many of these formulaic prayers. Like, you know, 
you know, you have the pastor, then you have like the associate ministers and all of them have their very formulaic. Mm -hmm. Um, You can, you know what they're going to say in the middle of the prayer. You know what they're going to say right before they say amen. You know, all, you know, all these things. And it happens every Sunday. Um, And same with like the prayer, like grace, like, and I know it's uh, a mnemonic device, you know, that you teach a child a prayer so they will, like, have that prayer. to Memory verse. Life. Yes, memory verses. Get your cetera, memory verse together. But I never, I, I don't think, it's outside of times when, you know, folks are, like, in deep need or mm-hmm. are experiencing great pain or, you know, things like that. I never had a model for, like, hmm, I'm just trying to catch this glow up, God. Here's what I need right now Mm. and here's what i'm committing to once i put my faith out there to put my works behind Mm -hmm. i've never had a model for that um and maybe it it was just that you know i wasn't paying attention um because again like jaded by all of the very repetitious formulaic prayers Mm -hmm. that i was hearing already um but that intention of saying like no for real like this is very specifically the the list of things that i am entrusting you, God, you, the universe, you, all my ancestors who have already been here, already had to make these decisions. Please give me your wisdom. Please guide my my footsteps. Um, and I will commit my works to these things. Mm-hmm. And that was like, wow, like, what if I had known that when I was coming up in the church and like really, really got to develop, like base my development and my relationship with God and, and Christ and things like that. In this idea of like, no, for real, like whatever I am trying to get out of my way, I can ask God for like on just like a good ass day. Like mm-hmm. I don't have to be in yeah. some deep traumatic situation. Yeah, in a pit. To, like, right. Right. So anyway, yes, to- totally agree. For me, um, again, since like I'm, I'm saying again, but like again, continued from last episode <laughs> um, since my breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that um, I've been practicing as an extrovert. Um, It's really important that I'm around my niggas. Mm. Like, that is a very real um, and constant source of healing for me. Mm. Um, And for a while, um, I was like, you know, is this me not allowing myself to be by myself? Um, is this me trying to, um, what my friend Rel, um, calls self-soothing as opposed to self-care, like just making myself feel good as opposed to like doing the things that will sustainably allow me to be good. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I, I have come to like an understanding that like being around niggas that I can both feed while I'm being fed. Mm -hmm. Um, is so critical to my healing process. Mm -hmm. Um, one, I think just at the, at the very basement level is because me and so many of my niggas are like, our lives are like synchronized Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's so wild. (laughs) And I, I think so often white supremacy tells us like that we're only allowed, like we must figure out our shit by ourselves Mm -hmm. and we must, um, do everything individually. And there's just this whole individualistic thing. Um, but, uh, there's this quote that I heard, um, Mary Hooks from song Southerners on New Ground say um, 
the only safe community is an organized community. And and for that, like I take that in my own like I, I place that in so many different contexts. Like the only safe and free life is an organized life. Mm. You know, like the only um um safe mental health is is an organized one so like Mm -hmm. knowing you know doing that triage and figuring out what you need to 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 handle first and then like identifying those things and just leaning into them and for Mm -hmm. me that is um being able to share space with and exchange ideas with and 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 um Sometimes just be sad ass bitches with my friends, you know, <laughs> um, because, you know, I, I already know that it's important for me to write mm-hmm. when I'm feeling a thing or, or, you know, write and listen to music and um, be with myself. Like, I know that mm-hmm. I, I've been doing that my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, that like more recently coming into adulthood, you think that like you should not need to lean upon people. Um, you should not need need to have community to get through things. And I think that that's like so much steeped in white whiteness and white supremacy. Yeah. It's definitely been a narrative that's I've been seeing pushed more lately, Yeah, especially even in um, people of color communities. Yeah. And it's, you know, like uh, whether it be, you know, uh, putting yourself on, like, mm. you know, just like things like that. And it's that just... idea of like self-made, like, bitch, no. Yeah. You know there are generations that made it possible for you to be here, bitch? <laughs> yeah. And then even like white people thinking that they <laughs> they made it by themselves. Or there's, no. My nigga, there's hundreds of years yeah. of domination that mm. made you able to do this. Yeah. Yeah, and, and which is not to dis- discredit folks who like get their life off of being by themselves. Mm-hmm. They've identified what they needed and mm-hmm. they have honored that and that's lit as fuck. Mm-hmm. That's just not me. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, and then the second piece this week, um, the second personal healing practice that I have engaged in this week um, is just over and over and over reminding myself that my worth um, or my worthiness is not transactional. Hmm. Um, that mm. I mm. do not have to check 12 things off of a list before I can say I am worthy. Mm. Um, be it of, you know, taking a moment for myself or be it, you know, worthy of um, the space that I take up in the world or mm. worthy of, you know, the people that I have in my life. Um and so, like, two weeks ago, I was in Colombia visiting um, my best friend, one of my best friends, Bree. Um, and the entire time, um, I was just like, yo, like, I just got out of this relationship that I pretty much ruined. Um, <laughs> which is, you know, like, I'm I'm not, again, I'm not self-flagellating or anything, but just, like, I mean, that's the easiest way to put it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I, did with, I did what I had. I did what I could with what I had, you know, mm-hmm. in that moment. There we and, go. In that moment, is, it was not enough, and mm-hmm. that's okay. You know, it's not, whatever. I, I did with, I did what I could with what I had in that, at that time. Right. right? Um, but still it's like a few months later after the breakup and I'm in Columbia, 2000 miles away from that, that breakup. And, um, I'm like on these beautiful beaches and like hanging out with one of my best friends feeling like, bitch, you're unworthy. 
Like, you should not, you don't deserve this vacation. Mm. You don't deserve to, like, be enjoying yourself right now. You don't, like, you know. Mm. And and for, you know, constantly in, in conversation with myself, like, at that time, I was just, like, my my realization at that point was, like, one, one segment of your life does not have to be indicative of how, like, your entire life goes. Mm. And that was really important for me. But then also the secondary realization was like, bitch, you don't have to, you don't have to like earn this amount of points to like be able to enjoy a fucking vacation. Like you are on this earth. You are here existing. You're out here, you know, living your best blackest life in this anti-black ass world. Like, Woo. go for a f- fucking vacation, mm. which is, like, also something out of, let me not tell well, whatever, there's this awesome retreat that happens for black women and femmes called Black Women Being, and it's, like, from what I've seen, it's just, like, they're taking uh, black women who are, like, organizers and things like that to these spaces to just be, like, it's not like a raffle that niggas get because they've accomplished this many social justice points. It's not like, you know, <laughs> it's just niggas like having a chance to be like, yo, I'm worthy just because I showed up today to mm. life. Um, mm. And I, I don't think that I think it's really important in, in a capitalistic world that we're not constantly gauging our worthiness on like our ability, our ability to produce things or mm. to perfect things or to um you know for all of our all of the different parts of our lives to be perfectly in line Mm -hmm. for us to be worthy of 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 anything right so that was a really important thing for me realizing that you know my worth is not transactional that um i'm worthy just just for the sake of of being here and showing up um so yeah yeah, that's real. Like, um, I, as you were talking, I was thinking about just, you know, all of these, like, and I think as we go on with this podcast, worthiness is like one of the biggest things mm. that will show up in our conversations, yeah. um, because you know of our identities, churchy, you're yeah. just taught automatically not worthy. Mm. Black, my nigga, that's inherently not worthy. Um, fatness, like specifically yeah. talking about fatness, you're not worthy. One, because you're not desirable, like yeah. or like, you know, that's the narrative, the narrative you're fed. Yeah. But also because um um just There's this idea that you you have not put in any work to fit this prescriptive, standardized body form. Right. So like why and also, should you? Right, and also like anything? like your body is like a physical representation of you taking up space. Mm. Um where you quote unquote shouldn't be yeah. like in your burden yeah. and like it's just all of these things feeding into this one mind and just all screaming the same thing at you yeah. so like whenever I see someone who's fat black and queer that add churchy on that getting even a bit of freedom my nigga I'm celebrating yeah. because how like how like how could we yeah but we do. Yeah. Like, and that shit is amazing to me. So real. Mm. Whew. Wow. 
Um, so now it's time for obligatory nonsense, bitch. So today we're going to talk about fucking white fuckery, white nonsense. There's just so much. There's just so much in the world. It's an endless fucking queue of white nonsense. Yeah. Truly. Do you want to go, uh, like back and forth? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's start with this morning. So this morning I got back from Atlanta and, um, I was there for work. Um, but it was also hanging out with my nigga again, being around my niggas. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm boarding this plane, um, and I'm putting my carry on in the overhead compartment. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot to zip close the, um, like the expander for my suitcase. Okay. So it was like expanded. Mm. <laughs> so I had to like, like step on my suitcase in the tiny ass aisle of the <laughs> airplane and like zip up the suitcase. Cause like initially I tried to fit it in the overhead compartment. Mm-hmm. It didn't fit cause it was expanded. Right. So I had to step on it, try to zip it. It was like a whole ass process. Right. So I knew I was taking up time, but I was like, I, I boarded with like the zone three group. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to Delta and their fucking Biscoff cookies. Also a fucking Kroger in Atlanta sold Biscoff cookies for like 10 packs of four for like a dollar. <sighs> anyway. God, yes wow. Yes God, anyway. So yeah. So I'm stepping on the suitcase, zipping it up. It's like, you know, an airplane, uh, time it's like three hours but it was actually like a minute and a half Mm -hmm. um of time to do that (laughs) um so i finally get the suitcase which is heavy as fuck back over my head no one's helping me but that's okay because i'm strong independent black woman (laughs) um still trying to shove this suitcase in the overhead compartment it's not wanting to get in there but i can tell that it's like like there's like one hump that i need to just get in and then it'll all be clear Then, Mm. what should appear but the voice of a white woman ever so near who says, it's not going to fit. You need to stop trying. Oh. So that's when, bitch, I super Hulk punched that bitch into the overhead compartment. (laughs) I shut my eyes back at this bitch. And I didn't say anything. I truly wish you had on that wig during the interaction. (laughs) That would have been perfect. This pink ass wig would have been perfect. Oh, shot my eyes back at her. And then I sat down. I'm just like, yo, white bitches. <laughs> just a minute and 30 seconds, God. You're zoning with, you're, I mean, you're boarding with zone three, Emily. Bitch, you didn't pay any extra shit to be able to complain about how long it fucking takes me to put my fucking suitcase in the overhead compartment, bitch. Yes, God. Anyway, but it was just so satisfying to be able to just shove that right up in there and then look back at that bitch as she had to sneak behind my fat ass in that <laughs> thin ass aisle. So I was blessed because of it. Yes, so impatient God. ass white bitches. Yeah. So, um, white people, something wrong with y'all. If you're, if you're listening, I... I don't care, but um. So there's this there's this thing going on, right? I was on Twitter, and I randomly saw just white people destroying Keurig coffee machines, oh, God. and I was like, <laughs> okay. So God, what happened? What happened? 
Um, so I dig a little bit further, and I and I see that um, apparently they Keurig pulled their advertising from Sean Hannity's show. Right. I was like, why do they do that? Hmm. So I did some Let's more dig digging. A little dig right. deeper. And I see that Sean Hannity used his horrible ass show to defend Roy Moore, the Republican candidate. What was he defending? Dig a little more. So. Roy Moore was a parent has there's been like sexual assault allegations mm-hmm. and there also I, I don't correct me if I'm wrong y'all but I I I read that um he apparently was accused of uh either assaulting or uh possibly trying to go out with like a 14 or 16 year old girl and Sean Hannity used his moments on his uh, ridiculous ass show to just, you know, say, oh, you know, we don't know all the facts. You know how white people say we don't know all the facts yet? You know, stupid shit. Um, even For though, centuries, we yeah, don't know all the facts, y'all. Right, yeah. Literal centuries. Yeah. So, even though there were multiple women coming out against him. So, white people, I guess they were, you know, they were like, you know, I'd like to speak to a manager. And what they did was they just went ahead and they decided to break the Keurig machines that they already bought with their own white-ass money. White people are so exhausting. (laughs) Like, one thing I realized by this is that white people have so much spare time. So much spare time to do stupid shit. And I'm just like, wow. If I had a portion the free time the white folks have. I will get so much done. Nigga. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, okay, well, you know, Keurig is, you know, doing something. You know, they're a corporation, but still, you know, they're doing something. So my nigga, not even 24 hours later, Keurig went ahead and said, oh, well, you know, um, we're so, we're so sorry for taking sides on this. These niggas said taking sides. Um, on this matter, and we shouldn't have spoken. Whiteness cannot be trusted. It cannot, whiteness cannot be trusted. Cannot, White can, whiteness repeat cannot it, repeat be it, nigga. trusted. They said um, it's outside of company protocols. And I was like, nigga, what? And I was even thinking about the fact that this, this nigga said, the CEO, he was like, taking sides. There's sides to this? What are you niggas talking oh. about? I am exhausted. By white people just doing nothing every day. Mm. But when they start to do things. The bare minimum. The b- I'm like. That, like a sigh. Like I, I think there's nothing explains how I feel about whiteness more than a sigh. Like I, I can only sigh at whiteness. God. So yeah that's. That's that. Oh Fuck. And along the lines of like white people doing the bare minimum. Because <laughs> that is all they do. Nigga. So I went to this amazing ramen restaurant um, two nights ago with my niggas. Amen. And it was delicious. It was amazing. If you are ever in Atlanta, go to Jinya and Buckhead because wow. Ooh, really? So delicious, bitch. Um, so we went there. The only seating they had, um, that wasn't bar seating was, um, out in the covered and heated, uh, like 
patio area. Um, and it was cool. It was fine. And then we like felt a draft. Um, and we, we identified where it was coming from. Like there was a whole ass like zipper in the wall that was not completely zipped down. Mm. And apparently the group, well, I found out when I got up to like, see if I could zip it down, but it was too, it was way too high for my ass uh, to reach. Um, I realized that this table of whites behind us had also seen that and were just like, man, it's cold. Out here. <laughs> so I'm like, Nick, like, so this, okay. So I, I get up and I'm like, these white people are like clapping for me because I got up to, Nigga, to close lying. this shit. I'm not lying. Oh, Christmas. So because I got up to close it, realized I couldn't close it. And I was like, well, Y'all niggas been looking at this shit the whole time, apparently. <laughs> Can one of y'all niggas do this? And I feel like that is how I feel every time I'm in organizing space with white people. Mm. Like, we all see this issue. And y'all niggas probably saw it first because y'all was probably on the peripheries of the niggas that was planning that yes. shit. Yes. Anyway, we all see this shit. But it takes for a black femme or a black woman to get up My and God. be like... Hey y'all, I'm gonna make make clear or point out this shit that we all see and I'm gonna attempt to impact or or ha- address this issue mm-hmm. before white people are like, "Oh, she's right. Guess we got to get up, y'all. It's time to be allies." So like that's just generally how I feel in organizing spaces with white people like, "Can y'all just have just take an init- take some initiative, mm-hmm. please?" Mm-hmm. Just one initiative. Yeah. Take it. Although we get <laughs> to the end of the road, I can't. Okay. I'm literally so. letting her do this by herself. I have I have no cards in this game. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> that is not how that euphemism goes. <laughs> Like I said, we are making. I have no new fish grease in this chicken fry. <laughs> I have no peppermints in this purse. Just like I, I will use that. I will fucking. Are you kidding me? That is good as shit. I have no honey in this tea. Get the fuck out. My I'm nigga. done. I so love it. I we love have it. come to the end of our podcast we have it's a shorter it's a shorter bitch bless god today my god you niggas don't have to sit through two and a half hours (laughs) of us us ranting and raving ranting and rambling and (laughs) rambling because we love a good ramble don't we i'm here for it we only went on a few tangents we went Just on a, a f- lot of fucking tangents. But they weren't as long. There we go. You're right. You're my, right. God. my God. Um, we're, we're growing. We're growing. Amen. It's going to be three hours next week, though. So, there we go. <laughs> so, it's time for our closing remarks and benediction. Glory. glory oh, glory. Come on, God. Yes. I feel it. <laughs> my, I feel my help coming. It's, ah, it's on the way. It's on the Come way. On. No, so it's already the here. closing the closing remarks during the closing remarks and benediction Andre and I take time to both affirmate come on just it's fine it's fine it is fine damn it (laughs) to affirmate each other yes affirm each other I'm telling you we're making words (laughs) and also just make sure that um we're identifying those points of resonance for us um 
and and what what each other has said um on tonight yes okay got um, the nuggets <laughs> the nuggets we're not bringing this back i'm not doing this with you andre <laughs> i'm not um i think for you i mean for me my nigga you are just y'all i'm gone it's it's past my bedtime (laughs) i've been traveling all day okay so listening to you talk about the struggle of honoring something you know to be true specifically in thinking about you know the fact that you were like these these niggas is not what I need right now. No, at all. <laughs> but also realizing like these niggas may or may not be what I want right now. Mm. Like even though I know I don't need these niggas right now. Like yes. that com- that internal conflict, my nigga, <laughs> is my life in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I really appreciate how how open and honest you were about that because it's so easy to be like you know, hand clap emoji yeah. out here in these streets, like, I don't need these niggas! Whole time. All these niggas in your inbox. Right. All quietly. Every quietly single in your one. inbox. Every right. single one. No, it's so easy to, to um, be dishonest in our process about things that we know um, very clearly um, we need to honor. Um, and that prayer and meditation piece. Also, also, I had not thought about meditation as a time to like receive response. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's something which makes so much sense because meditation is when you're like clearing. Yeah, you're clearing it all out. You're you're freeing yourself of all of the things. Yes. So of course that would be a time for spirit, for God, for the universe, for ancestors to come in. Um, in this, you know, wide open field that you've cleared out, mm-hmm. um, to like just drop some nuggets. Drop some nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yes. So I love that, and I, I'm going to be pairing that with um, this new moon ritual that I hope to do on November Ooh, 18th. Bless God. Have you been reading Shawnee? Slash, has she been reading you? Shawnee. Shawnee Nicholas. No. Can you, you don't read Shawnee Nicholas? No. Can you? Can you? Nigga, what? I'm, Actually, text me right now. Damn what it. the fuck? No, it's fine. Okay, we'll we'll talk. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I really appreciate that. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I um. It resonated me. It resonated. Come on, I'm I'm going to. It resonated with me so deeply when you said that, um, your worth is not transactional. Cause my nigga just. Like I was saying earlier, just this idea of worth that is just going to keep on coming up in our conversations. Um, Any chance I get to learn from you, um, just not feeling like my worth is something to even have a conversation about. Um, Just like knowing internally that simply by me existing i am worthy um which can be so hard mm -hmm. as as folks who like feel like and and the entire world affirms that like we are inherently coming into this world with a negative balance yeah oh Um, my goodness like constantly work again like in a capitalistic society to Mm -hmm. like bring that to zero get yeah. us in the black yes um not even to like benefit not even to like 
receive any reward or any, you know, social currency or whatever, but just to get to zero. Yeah. Of like being able to entertain whether or not we're worthy. That's wild. Sorry. Ooh, no, thank you for that. No, yeah. Because, yeah, I I just, um, I think that worth is central to so many issues that Mm. we face. And so many issues that we even, um, because I think there, you know, there are definitely issues that we're not even considering, but they make their way into our lives because of the feeling of unworthiness that we didn't even think about prior, but it was just coming to, you know what, nigga? Yeah. Um, I'm not worthy in that area either. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And we just take that on. Mm -hmm. So, um, just affirming that my worth is just, it's static it's not something that I need to work for. Mm. It's not something that I need to, um, yeah, just work for. Um, I am so grateful that you said that because that's mm. going to stick with me. I'm going to take that nugget. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. This is I'm, the last time you get to say nugget on the oh podcast. Oh, God, nigga. fine. That's it. Fine. But yeah, I'm going to take that and I'm going to internalize that. I think. For one, that's what I'm. That's one of my affirmations. I'm going to write in my new moon ritual, mm. um, because that is something that I definitely struggle with. As much as 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 confident as I have grown, yeah. there's still things that are just like my nigga. They're sitting on my shoulders. Yeah. I need to like get off, ho. Get the fuck off. Yeah. And so I'm definitely going to keep on affirming to myself because affirmations work. Yeah. They definitely work, and if you keep repeating them and believe them i believe that eventually they'll take root so i'm so grateful for that mm. my nigga because like i've i've just constantly been in the space of okay well this is what i need to do in order to feel worthy and and you know what i one thing i've noticed is that it's never enough mm. it is yeah never yo enough. That yo, that's so real. So I and when I was in Atlanta, I had this conversation. I I was there for work to do a workshop with like a hundred plus college students about like engaging media, mm-hmm. and um, we had I had to do a thing called a parking lot where they are allowed to like post their questions that they have as we go along if they don't. <laughs> if they aren't specifically aligned with like whatever I'm talking in that moment. And I have like moments throughout the workshops where I'll go to the parking lot questions and answer them Mm -hmm. incrementally. Um, And one of the questions led us to a conversation of respectability and like code switching, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And just how we learn these things as all of these things are survival mechanisms, Mm -hmm. mechanisms. Mm -hmm. Um, But oftentimes when we're taught them, we are not taught that they are not rules for living, hmm. that they are, sorry, we are not taught that they are survival mechanisms. Mm-hmm. We're taught that these are just ba- bare bones rules for living. Right. These are not like strategies right. for navigating a cis, hetero, patriarchal, capitalistic society. These are just rules for being a person. Right. But that it is sounds, also reflective right. of the fact that people don't see black, queer, trans, mm-hmm. poor, um, disabled people as, as people. people. Right. So it, it makes sense that nobody is telling us or the people that we're learning these survival tactics from are not telling us that these are survival tactics because we actually, in a lot of people's eyes, don't have a personhood. Mm-hmm. But anyway, sorry. No, it's fine. 
No, absolutely. I think that was like I just I, once you said that it was hard to be because I I was stuck on that, you mm-hmm. know. So yeah, thank you for that, my nigga. Nigga, thank you. God thank bless you for for bringing that out in the <laughs> in the spirit realm. Um, all right, saints. Um, look, I told y'all about this is me patting my weave. Y'all hearing this thing? Yes. Um, I told y'all about my relationship with prayer, um, but I'm going to lead us lead us on out with something. Yes. I'm going to just let the spirit lead, and we're going to fuck around and fuck around and get <laughs> saved. I don't yes. know. Right after um, this quote, I'm just going to go ahead and give I'm you gonna all. I'm going to say this motherfucking prayer. Oh, wait. My quote is first. But, sis. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, just, can I? Go ahead, sis. I mean, I thought it was quote then prayer. True love does. Tr- my God, I am gone. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, come back. True love does have the power to redeem, but only if we are ready for redemption. Love saves us only if we want to be saved. Bell hooks. Mm. Is that from? All about love, new yeah. visions. Mm-hmm. I tried to read that in undergrad and never finished it. I scanned that whole ass book, nigga. <laughs> you I are a real a ass nigga. <laughs> my God, you are real. I scanned that bitch chapter by chapter. <laughs> like, I think it took me a whole week to scan it uh, between classes and shit. But I have it somewhere on, my a, nigga on is an cool. external hard Look, drive. <laughs> because there was one point where I took pictures of each page yes. in a book. Like, like on my iPhone. Yes. So, yeah. Fuck these prices, my nigga. Fuck capitalism. <laughs> we finding ways around it, bitch. Okay, um, so I would like to to bring us to the throne. Come on. Of mercy and grace. Come on. Um, His grace is sufficient. Yes. Amen. Dear God, dear universe, dear ancestors who have been here, made all of the decisions we are making, will have to make um, throughout our lives. Thank you so much for bringing us to this space of reflection, um, of, of charting out our journey to our freedom and our healing and our liberation collectively and individually. Um, I'm hoping that in this process, we will take time to observe when we need to fucking get red. My God. <laughs> And be present in those times when we're getting red. Yes. Um, and be okay with that and not feel the need to justify or um, discredit the reading that we're <laughs> we're receiving. Yes. Um, I'm hoping that we take seriously um, this partnership that we are in with the universe and with our ancestors who are out here just trying to co-conspire for our liberation. My God. Um, I hope that we do take seriously um, the charge that without um, faith without works is dead. Mm. Um, that when we put forth something that we want our ancestors to assist us with, that we want God or the universe to assist us with, that we are clear that our part in that is to clear, clear the path. Um, Amen. So that so that the universe and our ancestors and God can can lay down everything that is needed um, 
to get to that end. I'm prayerful that we will do some things this week that bring us pleasure, mm. that we take time to access um, the understanding of ourselves, of what things truly give us pleasure. Mm. Um, because we know that in an anti-black world, we are taught that actually this life is not for our pleasure, mm. that it's only for our work and how we can be productive and how we can contribute to a world that seeks to kill us every day. Mm. Um, so I, it is my prayer that we take time um, to seek out those small sources of pleasure um, and not be ashamed of, of accessing pleasure for ourselves because we deserve and we know that our worthiness is not limited to um, what we can quote unquote um, earn mm. um, that it's inherent within us and and actually if we want to think of it as transactional our ancestors many many generations ago already paid that price paid it. Um, paid and, and prayed for us to have um, pleasure and joy and freedom and liberation um, and good nuts and good hey. sex and good fucking drinks and Glory. good weed um so we we deserve inherently um so it is uh under the careful watch of all of our ancestors of all of um the, the whole universe that includes our uncle pookie and our <laughs> aunt 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 what's edna gladys and yes. gladys. come on <laughs> And all the church mothers and all the house mothers um, who, who carry and, and cover us every day. Um, so I hope that you take this with you in peace and grace and love. Um, and all of these folks, I pray. Amen. Amen. <laughs> oh, yes, God. Oh, hey. That was beautiful. That was beautiful, goddammit.